I know. They're thinking about it. All right. I'm thinking about starting this podcast, man. Welcome back, everyone, to the Reverse Fantasy Football Podcast, another remote episode. And this episode, unaffiliated with Sega Dreamcast. Sega Dreamcast has not sponsored this episode in any meaningful way. Michael, how you doing, man? Another week back in the, in the greatest season on earth, NFL football season. That's right. Preseason for reverse week two. This is the last week of preseason <laughs> for reverse football. Yes. So got to work out all the kinks this week, and then we'll be, yeah. we'll be prime time. Yeah, then we can't fuck up anymore, man. Fuck I forgot the sponsor last week. I forgot all kinds of good stuff. I know. We're, we're really honing in now. This is it. I mean, our our unaffiliated non-sponsor, I should say. Right, right. So another great week in in reverse fantasy uh, happening here. And uh, do we always want to just kick it off right away? Might Let's, as well just go right into it, right? Or do we have to, do we have to talk about our Twitter or whatever? No, Did I you tweet the last episode? Uh, if I say oh, no, Jesus. how upset are you going to be? Because I did not tweet the last episode. Well... Should we just delete the Twitter account, Michael? No, but I like having Twitter, though, so that's the okay. thing. So you need, you need to use it to lurk on people. That's fine. Yeah. All right, why don't you tell everyone what our Twitter handle is, then? Um, it is, uh, we are Reverse Fantasy Football at Reverse <laughs> Football, is that it? Yes, oh. at Reverse Football. You did it, Did man. I say it right? You wow. said it right, and you're going to do a double duty, tweet out a couple episodes for us after Shotgun this blast. one. and. And I want a serious, long-winded, 140-character apology All right. for not tweeting out the last episode. All right. Someone tweet Michael and tell him how to apologize <laughs> in a tweet. <laughs> I feel like... No, the problem is no one's tweeting us. That's tell true. us how to tweet. That's true. I feel we can like... We this on our fans. When you tweet an apology, it just has to be like a fake, like the most generic, you know, mailed-in apology. I feel like that's a classic yeah. tweet apology. So I feel like I can yeah, do that. Yeah, you can do that. I can do that. I feel like the Chargers had to do that after this week. For what I, they did after I wish they would have followed up and saw if they did anything because they uh, <laughs> they needed. I just wish that they would have the the Cowboys would have just you know retweeted their their tweet or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, awesome. yeah, right. All right. Well, we'll have to see what happened in notable negativity later on. No no giveaways here. No but giveaways. let's start it off with, of course. Uh, Wote of the week. Who do we got for worst of all time of this week, Michael? Who are our, our nominees? Um, first and foremost, Zach Wilson. <laughs> over negative Jesus eight points. Christ. 19 for 33, 210 yards and four interceptions. This game, Zach Wilson was trending for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, dude. And it wasn't just about him having a face that looks like a twelve-year-old boy. It it was it was bad. At, at one point, his stat line was something something I, I don't know horrific. At, I think his first two throws were interceptions. Or yes, something. they were. Like it, I mean, it was truly a next level. He had a passer rating in the teens. Like you don't see that. Like he's like eighteen or something. Think about how bad Aaron Rodgers looked week one. When your passer rating can't drink, you have some serious problems. <laughs> That's, it, like it. It was just. Absolutely horrific. So Zach Wilson just um he's he, yeah. you know what? I don't think it's I don't know that it's rookies. I think it's just the Jets. Because Sam Darnold is over there with no, the, te- it's the, the Bill Belichick doing too. fine. Uh that's true. Bill Belichick against Rookie rookies. QBs he's against insane. Bill Belichick. And, yeah. yeah. Zach Wilson's stat line at one point four of ten for with four picks. So he had thrown as many balls to the other team as his own yeah, team. That's and that's he, a Barely one. improved on that. Yeah, that's tough. So he's uh he's definitely a leaning candidate. 
we also have the Dolphins head coach, uh, negative five, because yeah. they just got absolutely blanked by the Bills. This would be, like, where I would push to give the head coach, like, negative seven. Like, they deserve more than negative yeah. five here. Yeah, 100%. Like, blank. Zero to 35. I think that was in Miami, too, wasn't it? Was it oh, in man. Miami? Like, they just... I can find out for you. That's so bad. Yeah, do you have your stats up? Your official My week official two stats? stats dude. Like that, it was in Miami. Like, that. how are you going to do that? How are you going to score zero points... Just get housed. I mean, I know, I know. It was their home opener. <laughs> Tua, Tua got injured, but that's that's a bad look, dude. These people had not seen a, a, an actual football game with fans in the stands for a year and a half, and they come out and do that. That's pretty. That's rough. That's rough stuff. So I thirty five to zero. I I would I would say that's like a negative eight performance. Like that's truly yeah. a load of the week contender. Um, Definitely. We also have Trevor Lawrence, another. Rookie QB in here for negative four point four points, fourteen of thirty three, one hundred eighteen yards. He had a touchdown. He had two picks. Uh, not looking good. No. More incompletions than Zach Wilson, I'll say. Although he didn't throw nearly as many uh, picks and had that TD. But man, if he doesn't have that TD, he's definitely in that in that same range. Yeah, I can't decide how bad he's doing versus like how bad the Jags are. Like I know they're really bad. So it's kind of like uh it's kind of like a Sam Darnold jet situation like how bad is mm-hmm. he how bad is the team and you you don't know until he leaves but right now Trevor Lawrence isn't looking awesome. No. I mean it's just a second game in the NFL but there have been there have been QBs to start hotter. <laughs> you know. So yeah, maybe a little bit of nerves or if you're a, a Jags fan at this point which honestly shame on you if you are. And then we're going to round it out with one more quarterback, uh Jacob Eason. I think it's Eason. Negative three point five points, two of five, twenty five yards, <laughs> one pick. So Who is this? This you're only getting this kind of performance if you're coming in late when for an injured Carson Wentz. So this is the backup uh, Colts oh, quarterback. Man. But I mean that is like maximum efficiency. Like he played maybe half of yeah. the fourth quarter and and found his way to negative three points. Like that's that's good on you, man. Like that that's a great performance. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, you're nearly throwing five passes and finding your way to negative three and a half. I mean, you got to do Pretty it. Pretty impressive performance. Um, so who are you thinking? Who's your who's your top contender this week? Ooh, I mean, Zach Wilson, obviously tempting with four picks. And just, I, I never liked him, never liked the pick. <laughs> and so I just, like, really want to hate on him. But I think I got to give it to Dolphins head coach, That's man. That's where I leave. Home opener, blanked. Zero to thirty-five, and this is the Bills team. Everyone's like, "Are the Bills good?" Because they just lost to a Steelers team that we don't think is that good at home. And they're like, "Actually, we're going to go on the road and just destroy a team that was almost in the playoffs last year." Yeah, that's the thing. The Dolphins like came into the season with playoff aspirations. Like, all right, we got our quarterback now. Our defense is awesome. We have like a well-rounded team, made a playoff push, and actually, we're not that good. Turns out. Actually, we're going to get our brains bashed in by a division rival at home. Yeah, so, uh, all right. Well, we agree. Dolphins head coach, I like it. All right. Dolphins head coach, word of the week. Welcome to the podcast. That might be a new one, actually. I'm not sure we got to talk much about Dolphins head coach last year. I don't think we've ever picked a head coach for leading word of the week candidate. So that's added to oh, the stat book. That is false. That is false. There's been some pretty embarrassing performances You think so? There. All right. Maybe, maybe. We'll, we'll check the archives. We'll check the archives. We'll get back to you next week, obviously. Let's stick it into who the fuck is that guy. 
not seeing. I see one name that's familiar here. I, like, know, I might be able to grab one from you. I know you know some names here because they were on. <laughs> they were on past podcasts. Um, yeah. So let's jump into it. We got. We got. First up, we got KJ Osborne. Uh, fifteen point six points, five receptions, ninety one yards, and a touchdown. Where are you thinking? I know I've heard this name. I know it. I want to just. I'm not even going to look at the stat sheet. And by the stat sheet, I mean the scores. <laughs> I, I'm, is he a Washington football team wide receiver? No, I feel like that's a good guess. He's a Vikings wide receiver. A Vikings wide receiver, son yeah. of a bitch. He's the third. He's the third one there. So they just had that crazy shootout with the Cardinals. Oh, that's right, man. They Vikings found a way to lose that game. Congratulations. Yeah. All right. So up next, we got Quintez Cephas. 12.7 points, four receptions, 36 yards, and a touchdown. Now, he was on our um, notable names segment at the end of last year. Quintez Cephas. I know, but I remember specifically that you like refused to say he had been on the podcast, even though we talked about him a million times because of his name. But he never technically was a who the fuck is that guy or natural negative. And here he is. So we, we bleeped his name out in the final episode. <laughs> Because we're like, nope, you weren't actually on the podcast. You don't get to be mentioned. But here he is. So finally, unbleeped for all your viewers' pleasure, it's Quintez Cephas. Oh, such a good Wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. Yep, Detroit Lions. Yeah, he uh, he made his name in prime time, so um, I figured you might get him. Yeah, Um, I got him. All right. What about Quez Watkins? Uh, 11.9 points, two receptions, two receptions for 117 yards. Bonus fact fact about this, one of his receptions was 91 yards. 91-yard non-touchdown, right? 91 yards non-touchdown, so I'm guessing you know who he is. Okay, no, I I remember (laughs) seeing the highlight of this. Who the fuck was it? Oh, no. Was it? It was... um, Eagles, right? It was the Eagles. Watch you, the Eagles. Yes. yes, clean it up. Look at me go. Yeah, yeah. That, that like 117 itself. yards with with no touchdowns on two receptions. That's yeah. There's only I'm, way I knew one had to be pushing 90. All right, and last one, uh, Demetric Felton, uh, 11.3 points, mm. two receptions, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Demetric Felton. Now these are starting to sound familiar. Demetric Felton. I'll take Panthers. Wide receiver. Wrong. He is a Browns running back. What? Yeah. I, there's no way I was ever getting that. No, that was a deep one. So yeah, you're not gonna guess the third string running back for the Browns because no one I didn't even I did not know who this guy I was is. Say, and I'm a Browns fan. You know who that was? I didn't know who it was because I he caught this touchdown pass and this I mean, really all those yards came from one touchdown pass and it was yeah. bonkers. I was like, who the fuck is that guy? And here we go. It's Demetric <laughs> Felton. So now you Stamp know. Him on the podcast, I love it. I'll be keep, I'll be watching out for him. Yeah, you he know? was. He Can't was wait for him to show up in natural negative on a nice Bengals Browns game someday. Oh yeah, he was really he was really good. So like if you know if we need a if we need a backup running back, uh, he's he was he was pretty awesome. Granted, I only this saw is him actually kind of where but... you start looking at uh, real fantasy options for your other leagues. Being like, is Quantas Cephas gonna? Right? Be a real player? Maybe, I, yeah. you know? I think Quintus Cephas, KJ Osborne, like, those are potential guys you could actually go pick up in real fantasy. Um, you yeah. know, those are, like, your third string, or I think Quintus Cephas is the second string. The lines just suck. Um, so, yeah. yeah, keep an eye on those. 
Those are some solid names there. Let's move it into uh, Dankus D. I'm not seeing a lot of D here, Michael. We only got a two a two row D on the spreadsheet. What's it, going on with it, the defense? This I don't week? know. It was a weak. It was a weak performance from the defense, and like even even when there were blowouts, you know those teams got turnovers or sacks or touchdowns. They yeah. got points to where it balanced out. So uh, only two and only negative two points for each. So we had the Cardinals. Uh, who had they surrendered thirty three points five hundred and thirty two yards that was just points and yards, um, and then we had the Cardinals who were negative two points twenty seven points surrendered uh, four hundred seventy four yards in a sack like nothing nothing crazy yeah so Seahawks and Cardinals um, yes the overtime game and, and then a, a game that should have gone to overtime right or no this was the the game winner missed uh, by the Vikings uh, yeah 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 yeah. 532 yards, though, and a lot of that Derrick Henry just eating them up. Yeah, I think they had a, uh, they might have had like a, a punt return or a, or a kickoff return or something there to, to negate some of those points. Because I think with those yeah, yards and points, they, they should have had more. They should have been in the, you know, five or six range. So I think they had a touchdown on there that didn't show up in the defense category, more of the special teams. Um, yeah, when you put it, give up that many yards, I would assume that they should have been higher. So some mystery scoring going on here. Not quite as bad as our, our punter misunderstanding of the scoring last year, but something's <laughs> got to be happening yeah, here. right. So, Dank is D, nothing too. I mean, there were some stout defensive performances. I watched one. Yeah, I'm uh, uh, The Bengals-Browns, still... or the Bengals-Bears uh, game. Yeah, I'm still hoping we're, we're going to get a negative 10 at some point this year. I feel like defenses are really tightening down, so it might have to be yeah. towards the end of the year, defenses get tired, or I don't know. I don't really feel the, like that's yeah, how it is, injuries, though. and yeah, we'll see. We will see. There's going to be some mismatches someday that's yeah. going to really bump those numbers up. So now, not too much to discuss in the Vegas D, but let's talk about some feet of defeat. Let's move it into our kickers and punters who are booting the numbers down. Feet of defeat, we got Pat O'Donnell, who is Pat the O'Donnell. kicker for the punter for, what is, is he the Bears punter? He Pat is the Bears O'Donnell? punter. He is the Bears punter. Okay. Because I remember I typed oh, this and I was like, I oh, remember this Danny's going to have to tell me if he remembered any dope punts. Because uh, yes. negative five points, or negative five, yeah, negative five points, four punts, two were inside the 10. So he was pretty, I mean, he he had some good yeah. punts for sure. Bengals starting field position was really trash all day. And I remember these punts specifically because I was like, don't fair catch this. And then he fair caught it at like the eight. I was like, damn it, man, we're not moving the ball. So yeah, Pat O'Donnell was booting on us, that's for sure. At least we made him punt four times. That feels good. Yeah, there you go, four punts. Um, And, you know, two of those were not inside the the 10 or 20. So, you know, it it wasn't an amazing game. Not not the greatest punter game we've seen, but a good It was solid, though. Um, And then we have Josh Lambeau, kicker for the Jags, (laughs) negative two points. He missed a 52-yarder. And Mr. Forty Airder. That's all he was asked to do, and he missed them both. And in reading about Mr. Josh Lambeau, there was an article where I guess his nickname at some point was Lambomatic. I'm not really sure. I hate how, what does it even mean, Michael? What is that supposed to mean? I don't know, but the the title of the article was like Urban Meyer, you know, so, talking about Lambomatic nickname in question. I was like, this is this is the most Jacksonville. Thing I could even Lambo think of. Maddie. So he doesn't even kick at Lambo. I, I mean, is, you I know, do, I don't know. I don't know. So Lambo Maddie automatically misses two of his only kicks for a nice score of negative two. Shouldn't that be negative three? Because one's a forty yarder. Uh, yeah, 
maybe he had an extra point. He probably made an extra point in there um, that yeah. I that I missed. Um, but, oh my god, Michael, you're gonna jip Lambomatic like that? I know, but we do know that if if any uh, kickers have a self appointed nickname, they're trash. So this does yeah. this does check out. So. You know, probably go pick up Josh Lambeau if if you're not already. He's probably already rostered the place for the Jags. <laughs> but like money badger are gonna go hang out together. And... <laughs> yeah, it's only a matter of time before he's cut. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So feet of the feet. Nothing too crazy there either. Ain't no hecker performance or anything. So no. Nope, nope. Let's take it into a category we got a lot to talk about here, though. We got some very strong natural negatives this week. We sure do. Uh, starting out the gate, wide receiver for the Dolphins, we have Jakeem Grant Sr., negative 2.9 oh, yeah. points. He had one oh, catch. So, so close. I know. Well, but it's not an it's not a not an air horn because it's not um it's that one reception. He ruined punt. it. He just caught it yeah. and then must have just got blown up. He got zero yards. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. whenever he caught it, he just got crushed and fumbled it. So that damn one reception really ruining it. Um negative two point nine because he got the one reception. Yeah. Uh, I would have guessed that he played for the Dolphins just without even knowing that team based on that scoreline. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, uh, returning to the show is Donovan Peoples-Jones, wide receiver for yeah. the Browns, negative 1.5 points. He had a catch, 14 yards, and then he he, uh, he got lit up. So um, it was one of those like kind of fumbles right after you catch it, but he definitely caught it and made a move, and then he just got like, yeah. he got He got licked Rotten. pretty good, so... Pop the ball out. Um, yeah, I don't know how much was his own his fault or I don't know. It wasn't. It was just Baker a good throwing hit. up hospital balls these days or what? No, I mean he he had time to like get it and step and establish, but uh, it was really just a good hit, like helmet right on the ball kind of thing. Um, gotcha. So, um, also been on the podcast before. Lavisca Chenault, <laughs> wide receiver for yes. the Jags. Negative 2.78 points, one reception for negative three yards, which I love, and then one rush yeah. that he fumbled. So, like, really <laughs> not a great day in the rushing yeah. or the catching. Getting involved, man. <laughs> Getting involved in all the phases of the game. Uh, I, that's my face. It's not like he had one reception for some positive yards and the fumble. It was one reception that he, that he went backwards, and then they tried rushing the ball, and this, it was even worse. They're like, actually, maybe you should go take a seat. Maybe. I don't think we're going to use you the rest of the day here. Yeah, this is probably a bad choice. Um, <laughs> and then Greg Ward for the Eagles. Um, this was this was really, I couldn't track this down, but he finished with negative .5 points, and there were no stats. The only thing there I had... There was one incompletion. I just checked it. Did you check? Okay, so I was about to say, the yes. only reason that you could get negative .5 is an incompletion, and it wouldn't show up for any of the wide receiver you know, receptions or catches. So um, there it is. One incompletion. I don't, I don't know. Must what have been was. some kind of trick play. Yeah. And he just <laughs> missed him downfield. And that was, and not only was it a trick play, that was all he did. Like he came in for his one, you know, time <laughs> in the spotlight and, Dude. and didn't do it. He saw Jalen Hurst throw that 91 yarder. And he's like, I can do that. <laughs> Come on. Get out there. No. Chucks it just like lands hapless on the ground. He's like, okay, actually, I'm going to go back to catching the ball instead of throwing it. I just love that that's the only thing that showed up. Like, Landry throws a couple passes in Browns games. Like, it's not uncommon yeah. for a wide receiver to, to get back there and throw something. But um, the fact that that's all he did the whole game. He didn't yes. do anything else. Like, it wouldn't show no, up normally. saved him from a penalty. I'm sure someone out there is pumped to have oh. uh, Greg Ward's one incompletion on the 
on the stat sheet here instead of eating up a, a 10 point penalty. That's true. That's true. I mean, that's yeah, that's one of those that you see. And you're like, he did it. He really did it. So very similar to the Detroit Lions running back who threw the incomplete pass to Matt Stafford oh, last yeah, year. That was so saving close. his uh, blank game. Uh, that one was close to being the opposite, though. That was close to being like a you know an eight point play. He almost had him. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> And then honorable mention here, Justin Fields. I missed this one, Danny. Um, yeah, I caught it on accident. Bears quarterback finished with a natural zero. Always feels good. Yeah, natural zero. And the way he got there was what's so interesting to me. He was So he goes in for an injured Andy Dalton, and he completes 6 of 13 for 60 yards. So, you know, not a great quarterback show. And also has an interception. And then he rushes 10 times for 31 yards. So just, you know, a real big mix of things to somehow all end exactly at zero. I thought it was so bizarre, especially when you consider that, you know, passing yards are like that 0.04, you know, points or whatever. So it gets real dicey to have it all even out. I thought it was just kind of a a beautiful summary of how Justin Fields performed. (laughs) Sunday. Yeah, you you have a better you have a better uh, you know a, a better view of that than most of us because uh, I mean I didn't I didn't watch it all I don't think a lot of people were watching that Bears game so um, yeah I have no idea that that was even you know in, in the in the realm of possibilities. Yeah, a, a true clean zero from a quarterback had to note it out there. So if he had just you know had one less yard then he would have been a natural negative or something. But yeah. uh, can't give it to him. Like Got to give him a, a, a clean zero, though. I, like I do. It. I do love it. Definitely honorable mention. Definitely, definitely had to bring it up. All right, let's take it into worst of the best here. And, Michael, we got a new format for this. Are we developing the podcast here in I, season two? We're growing. We're growing. We're learning. We're evolving. <laughs> But uh, this is uh, we got a whole bunch of young new fans. We got it's true. We got to adapt. We got to adapt. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this, I think, this idea really stemmed, shockingly enough, uh, from my wife. Shout out Dorothy. Um, who sent us a a picture after week one of all the starters who you could have played in reverse. Um, you know that that were legit starters. You could have made a team that was. I, I mean, maybe. Maybe all like first and second round draft picks that scored yes. at like ten or eleven. Like it was truly bad in week one, and so um, right. here we are. There's Aaron Rodgers in there and a bunch yeah. of other like really ace picks, and if you added them all up, I think it was like five points or something. It, it was crazy. So we've adapted the format, and we're just going to compile the best of the worst team of the week. And uh, yes, it's uh, I like it. I like it. Was, it was I like uh, I like the deep dive in this way a little better. Mm-hmm. And so these are all players that are, are established, known as good players. And where did they end up with their points? And then what's the total points versus what maybe they got the week before? Yeah, so here's the team that you would have assembled. This team, uh, Dak Prescott, James Conner, Clyde, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Alvin Kamara, Jarvis Landry, Tyreek Hill, George Kittle, the Washington defense, and Tyler Bass. All of if that, you told me that team, I was like, I'm thinking like, okay, that's at least 100 points. Yeah, and that's and a stu- that's a star-studded team. That's a 27 points actually. 27. <laughs> the leader here to me, if if we're picking a captain of this team, I'm picking Tyreek Hill, who got 2.9 points. Like he is. Mm-hmm. That's that. I mean, he's he's a first round pick, and that's that's horrible. You expect much better, much much better out of Tyreek Hill. 
Especially because yeah. our format, you know, you go point one points per reception. You can't you can't overstate that. That's well, in the last week, he got adds up. He got I don't know. He got like close to thirty points. I mean, he's he is. It's it's him and it's Kelsey and that's the team. I mean, it's right. they just get all the points. So if you look at it last week, that team, that team, that same team, and this is standard scoring, by the way. So I went just to right. no PPR. You know, standard okay. four points for a touchdown for a quarterback. Um, and gotcha. last week that team scored uh, 115 points. So a solid, a very solid, like standard fantasy performance. Yeah. So that, that, that's an insane low dip when you assemble all those stars together, which, you know, that's, that's, a, I like that, that way of showing the worst of the best, the worst of the best combined team. And I guess this week must've been all Byron Pringle action, man. He must've been eating up all the points. I saw some of those plays. All those guys that you, you want to start reverse fantasy. Cause they get like one catch, but that's like, they get one couch catch in the house and they get 80 yards and a touchdown. And they're like, well, I'm never going to start them for either league because you don't start a Kansas city chief in reverse fantasy. You, you just do don't do it. No, nope, you can't do it. So that's, that's your new worst of the best. We're going to break it down like that every week. Um, I like that. I think it's good, good. job, Michael. You know, always feel free to tweet at Michael if you don't like that. Worst of the best. If he wants to go back to the old way of doing it, I'm sure none of you care. Yeah. So we're going to do whatever we like, okay? That's it's right. our podcast. You just happen to listen to it. Yeah, we're not for the people. <laughs> we're not. We don't care about you guys at all. This is for me and Michael to sit down, talk about some bad things that happened in the NFL. That's and right. that's what we're rolling into right now with some <laughs> notable negativity. Let's go. No, 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 notable negativity. Notable negativity thick this week. Oh, a lot yes. of a lot of good things. And you know what? For early in the year, because none of the dramas had like chance to like build and and build, we got some pretty good stuff happening for notable negativity for a week too. Oh yeah. It's been fantastic. I mean we the the NFL does not let down in in the storylines and uh, I feel like well, you can pencil this first one in for just at some point during the year every year every year uh, it's clockwork Vikings kicker he misses was it thirty seven yarder for the game winner yes. I mean that I you can just tattoo that every year that's gonna happen I mean, it's just there's you know uh, what is it death taxes and Vikings missing a, a game winner. Yeah. Dude, it's just because they played the Bengals last week. We hit the game winner about the same distance in overtime, you know, and hit a 53-yarder also in that game. And the Vikings just can't – they just can't do what the other teams do, Michael, as far as kicking. I'm surprised they still They've always had this curse. I'm surprised they do it. Like, why – like, if you're a Vikings fan and you're you're on that drive, you're like, well, fuck, we need to score a touchdown or we're going to lose. Like, you just – you have to know that. And and I'm surprised that – that they just don't go for the touchdown. Like, that's that's coaching I mean, error at this point. Yeah, it was dead center, no weather, you know, 37 yards. I think, I think I've think i seen Zach Spangler make that kick before. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I know people who could hit that. So that's not a good look. Not a good look. Also, I just thought it was funny that also in that game, the Cardinals kicker trots out right before halftime and just crushes a 62-yarder that would have been good from deeper. And just been like, yeah, that's easy because, that well, that's the three points that they won by, yep. you know. You yep. can look at it both ways, both the ineptitude of the Vikings kicker and the Cardinals just like really showing them how it's supposed to be done one half of football earlier. That's, yeah, that, 
I mean, well, good luck, Vikings. That's that's just forever your your fate. Sorry, Shane. It's poetic, sorry, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta take this next one here because I saw this happen live and I could not believe mine eyes. It was a wild, <laughs> wild game. So Bears and Bengals in a real slog of a game and not a lot of moving the ball. And then Joe Burrow, inexplicably, he had he had literally one pass prior, taken the lead for most consecutive attempts without throwing an interception with 200. 200 pass attempts without a pick. That's pretty good. He then proceeds to throw <laughs> three picks in three consecutive pass attempts. Also got to be a record. That is insane. I mean, I've never seen such a thing. That's Nathan I Peterman. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he throws one and it's a pick six and everyone's like, oh shit, they kind of just blew the game open on us because it's such a slow-moving game. And I think, you know, they get the ball back, obviously, run play, and then he tries to throw a short route, cornerback jumps her out, picked again. They actually end up holding them there to not scoring any points somehow, and the, but they, you know, they punt the ball away or whatever. Or no, yeah. Uh, did they get the ball back? I guess, actually, I guess after a, after a punt, and then the very first play, I think, of that next drive, pressure in his face, throws the ball, is tipped, goes right to a lineman. It's just like it was crazy. I just couldn't believe it. it kept happening, and then they end up still being in the game after all that. So I, right after that, they get the ball back, of course, because the Bears score a field goal, I think. And they start taking some deep shots, and then they throw. Burrow throws like a forty-five yard touchdown pass, and then we get a pick. The next pass attempt for Burrow, another touchdown pass. So he throws back-to-back touchdown passes on two back-to-back attempts in the same game that he throws three back-to-back-to-back picks in consecutive attempts. Now that has never been done. I will guarantee you that. No, this, it was crazy, and and from someone who wasn't there, I like. I just looked down at my phone. I'm like, oh, it's like 17-3, Bengals lose. And then it was like 17-14. to 14. I was like, how did this happen? It's been it's been maybe five minutes. Like, I, I don't understand how it happened. Yeah. And, and, and until you told me, I, I was so confused. So <laughs> It was a cool it, game to watch, special, actually. Something special. Truly. Yeah, they almost completed that comeback. And I saw one comment on Reddit that said he was doing the Jameis, Jameis Winston speed run any percent. Yeah. By throwing three picks and then two touchdown passes in borderline like five attempts. I mean, that's that's how you got to do it. I mean, that's it doesn't that, only Jameis has, has, you know, been in those in that territory before. So it's it is Jameis does that in a game. But Burrow just did that in nine minutes of the fourth quarter. It was really it, something to watch. It's something special for sure. Um Speaking of Jameis and and the pendulum, well, hold on, Mike. I gotta I gotta note before we go on to Jameis's. I forgot how much I hated the Bears. Remember last season? Oh, that's I made right. This, like, decree that you I hated the Bears. Decided that you hated the Bears. Why did you decide that you hated the Bears? I don't remember, but now I have a reason to. Now you have a legit. So now reason I actually to hate the Bears. do hate the Bears. Now you legit hate the Bears. I, uh, I know. I forgot that you hate the Bears, and I thought there was another team you liked too. I thought there was a team that you just decided that you also liked. Nah, pretty much all about hate. But I remember I always try to, I was always trying to uh, get you into thinking that I hated the Steelers, and I would just pull the rug out from under you and tell oh, you how much I hated the Bears. Yeah, that makes me. That still makes set me set you upset. up so good. Yeah. <laughs> 
like All right, it. let's talk more Jameis then. Jameis. Talk about Jameis Winston speed run here. Oh my gosh. Jameis, I think, so here's here's my what I think has happened to Jameis. He took what he did in one game, and he's just like, I'm going to be good and bad in the same game. Like, good drive, bad drive, yeah. good drive, bad drive. And I'm just going to do it on entire games. I'm going to have a good game ah. and a bad game. So now we're like, good game, bad right. game, good game, bad. So this next game should be the good game. That's what I think is happening. Right. Because Jameis shows up to uh, – who, who did the Saints play this week? It was the Panthers, and he throws two picks. He doesn't look good at all. They score seven points in the fourth quarter. I mean, the game was never really in their grasp. No, they got smashed. And LASIK Jameis is not looking really <laughs> as complete of a soldier as one once thought. But, uh, yeah, I mean, could we be on another run, another 30-for-30 30 30 season? That's we're, the question. We're, I mean, this is how you do we're it. We're on now, pace for it. He's gonna, they're going to have to start getting, um, you know, they're, they're not going to have the Bruce Arians seal of approval to just chuck the ball up whenever they're yeah. down, like, three points. So I, I feel like Sean <laughs> Payton is a little bit more like, no, we're going to do, like, 10-yard checkdowns and not, you know, 30-yard bombs. So I, I don't know if it's going to be quite as extreme, but I kind of like the good game, bad game. And, and I'm really hoping that it, this next game is good game so we can just keep that narrative going. Yeah, I mean, you can't take Jameis out of Jameis. You can put him in, uh, put him in new clothes, but he's still going to find <laughs> a way to throw a lot of picks and throw a lot of touchdowns. So it's nice to know that some things never change. Yep. Um, all right, up next we have the Packers iced a complete shank. Um, I don't even think I realized this happened when it happened, and I was watching the it's whole game. So great, <laughs> yeah. It was like it looked like it was like a practice kick that was uncondoned. Like a guy was just like, "I'm just gonna hit the ball here." Yeah, and it was. Yeah, I mean, and it was. I think it was to end the half. I think I don't think yes, it was like it, was it wasn't like a game half. winner, like a super important field goal. And it is the Lions, so like you know that's how this works. Um, the Lions can have nice things when they don't matter. Um, if this was the end of the game, it most certainly would have been the other way. Like they would have iced the winning <laughs> right, one, exactly. and then like they would have missed the the you know the real one. So this is about right for the Lions and the Packers. Um, Yo, this kick was not even close. I mean, they called that timeout, and the guy's like, it's almost like he heard the whistle. He's like, I'm just gonna see how bad I can kick this. Maybe it, I'll get a laugh out of it. It was not a good kick. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. He, I, you really do think like he heard it and he knew, so he's just like, "All right, I'm going to get this out of my system." <laughs> yeah, that's why it didn't seem real because I'm like, no kicker misses like that. Yeah, it was he, like, really kicked the ball completely sideways. It was bad. It was a bad look. And he drilled the second attempt though. Good for him. He did. He did. All right, this next one, Danny. Did you see this one? <laughs> I saw this headline on Reddit and I didn't understand what. What it even meant. I need you to walk right, me through this because right. this just seems so bizarre. I So here's what happened. The Texans, in short, the <laughs> Texans decline a third and ten so they can punt the ball. All right? So it's going into the second half. The Texans, okay. it's, it's so third. So what does that even mean? It's it's just, um, no, it's end of the second, end of the first half. Sorry, end of the first half. Okay. A couple, you know, like four, four three minutes left. It's okay. um, It's third and 15. They get um, they get 13 yards on the play, but the Browns were off sides. So mm. they can take the penalty and redo it on third and 10. Right. Redo third down. Redo take a third, third and 10. Down, try to get it. Or they just got 13. Or they can do fourth and 10 or they fourth and two and go for it, which is like we're on the like 50. 
So they, I mean, that's okay. A so maybe you do it. that too. Fourth yeah. and two. They do neither of those things, <laughs> and they punt the ball. <laughs> so they decline the penalty to move up the field thirteen yards, and then punt. just to have a better spot to punt the ball from. It was, I, I what? I, there's there's like three minutes left in the half. It was so baffling. I, I why truly, wouldn't you just try again on third down? You're the worst thing's gonna do is you're gonna be punting from like eight yards worse. I don't. I don't understand. Michael, I will never understand. Texans head coach, Warch heads coach. I'm I'm taking away from Dolphins head coach for word of the week. I'm putting Texas head coach in. I don't uh, give a shit yeah. what you say. Dave, was it David Cully? Um, yeah, it was all it's time. It's the old I, wide receivers coach from the Kansas City Chiefs when they had the season with their wide receivers caught no touchdowns. Yeah, he looked, I mean, he and then he went to the to Ravens. And I'm looking at him right now, like Thursday Night Football's on, I'm watching him. And he looks like someone who just... Oh, does God. not understand just i i i, I truly i don't know I, I there are no words there are no words it just doesn't make any sense danny it doesn't make no. any sense any coach from any team would just be absolutely fucking roasted for that decision i wonder i want to see like the post-game interview of that honestly just it, to know like yeah. what was the media thinking i have you know what I don't know. I don't know. Did they get I, after him or not? <laughs> I don't even think I realized like really what had happened. At one point, like I I saw them almost get the first down, and then I I mean it, I, I had Amelia running around, so like there was a lot of stuff going on, so I didn't really see it. But <laughs> I looked up at one point they're punting. And I was like, wait, why are they punting? What? Like I know we had a. Fa- you like I did you know. stop them on third? Yeah. yeah. I don't. So it was it was wild. So that was that was astounding. Truly next level. I don't think we'll ever see it again. And here they are. I Texans are punting again. So they're just, they've done a lot of punts this game. All time What's the score game. of that game, Michael? It is 14 to 6. It is not a good game. <laughs> so glad I did not have that game turned on right now. And is, I'm focusing 100% on the podcast for the viewers. It's really, it's really bad. Well, I'm, I'm, fo- I'm watching the game for the viewers. So don't, don't come at me. All right. Um, fine, fine, and fine. then last up, I mean, this was all time. Uh, the Giants offsides oh, yeah. on Thursday night football last week to give the Washington football team a second field goal and ultimately give them the win. I mean, that's that's as bad yeah. as it gets, dude. So they're yeah, they're going up for the game winner, and he misses it, and it's like you know, the Giants are celebrating because they just missed the game winner, no time on the clock, and then they get. The, <laughs> You get the, oh, wait, but there's a flag down. You're just like, no, they couldn't. And they he, couldn't have. And he was definitely offsides. Like, it was not, yeah. it wasn't like, well, that was a, you know, it was a kind of shitty call. Like, no, he definitely jumped it. He was definitely offsides. Um, and then, of course, you knew as soon as they got another one, you're like, hey, he's going to make this one. Like, you just, you oh, knew. Yeah. If you're a Giants fan, you know, and even if you're a Washington football team, you're like, we're going to make this one. Like, I, I really feel like kickers do not miss two in a row. I think that's pretty rare. Yeah. Like, whenever the icing happens or it's they get a, incredibly a chance, rare. Yeah. Um, they just, they're, they're not that bad. So that was, that was an all time notable negativity. Like, one for, uh, it's, it's rare that you get a notable negativity that costs you the entire game, but there it is. Yeah, so a couple of things. For I mean, I, one, it's just insane that the Giants' head coach is a special teams coordinator, a former special teams coordinator, and he lets that happen. I mean, that is that's bad pathetic. Look. A lot of really bad coaching. And two, you were saying that like kickers don't miss twice in a row, rarely yeah. on the same kick. I saw. I remember seeing this last or uh, yeah, twenty nineteen actually live in Miami. Just a, such a funny sequence of events, but. Randy Bullet pulls up from 52, <laughs> Fat Randy. 
52. He shanks it, but there was a timeout called. By by the Bengals? By no, by um, Oh, because by the Bengals would ice. make it so much better. Because that just seems right. <laughs> Maybe it was. Who knows? <laughs> he shanks it left. Okay. Next time he goes up, snap it, kick it, he shanks it right. But penalty? False start. Yes. <laughs> false start on the Bengals, so they can't the play was technically dead. So they bump it back to 57. And then he drills it. Yeah. So he misses left, misses right. He had to dial in. He had to dial in. He, he had, had to, to dial line in. it up. Line it up. It was like his first game of beer pong, man. He just had to like get a couple of drinks in him. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Go side. If Fat Randy's out there, he just got picked up by someone. Go pick him up. Fat Randy's yeah, he's guaranteed. The Texans. He hit a game winner for or for the Titans. He hit a game winner for the Titans. Yeah, still. You know what? Still pick him up. He's guaranteed. You to definitely miss him. Need to pick like, him up. When kicker bounces around to so many teams and they have a nickname, like we we already told you about nickname <laughs> kickers. Now, granted, this one isn't self appointed, <laughs> but like you you know, like you know what it up is. Here. By the way, he by the way he eats. I guess. <laughs> Self-appointed as much as any. Well, speaking of the Titans, Michael, oh let's, let's take it into wrap up the the nice week here of this episode, unaffiliated with Sega Dreamcast. Who is our game of the week this week? Oh, game of the week. Had I known that the Carolina Texans game would have been this, this would have been on game of the week. Like, holy shit, this game has been so, so terrible. The Carolina Panthers somehow... <laughs> can't move the ball at all against the Texans. And the Texans, starting Davis Mills as their quarterback, have zero offense. So it has been mm. an awful game. Like, it, I've watched it because I am... Because <laughs> you're a, a degenerate. I'm a degenerate, but, like, this is, this is the ultimate Thursday night football game where, like, oh, those two teams played? Damn. Okay, well, whatever. Like... You're you're not missing anything. I can promise you that. Unless you want to see Sam Darnold just get jacked up, he's taking some licks. Really? Yeah. I mean, this we've been spoiled with the primetime games actually being really amazing this year so far, including the Thursday night game. So this is this is the one we were all expecting. So yeah. Um, but we also have the Falcons versus the Giants. Someone has someone has to win. This actually could be your Tyler. Like I feel like both these teams don't really mm. want to win. Um, yeah. or, like, do their best to lose at the very end. So this is, like, big tie alert here. Um, so big tie energy coming at you from the Falcons and Giants. <laughs> Check that I, I out. I could definitely see Falcons and Giants, With you the, know. Uh, yeah. Danny Dimes. Give them, like, a 17-17. Danny Dimes, a uh, leading rusher for the for the New York Giants right now. So uh, just He was moving, him. man. Dude, he's cruising. Danny Dimes is, he's a legit fantasy player right now because he's running the ball <laughs> so much. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Zach Wilson's the true New York quarterback to get for your reverse team. I would yeah. steer clear of Danny Dimes no, at this point. He's, he's too good. The wheels are falling off the, uh, the wagon of his team, but he is the wheels. He is so the wheels. He's going he to roll. He's going to roll without some without a hubcap for a while. I love it. They just they call plays up to him like he's Lamar Jackson, like he's a Kyler Murray. Like <laughs> yeah. he can run like that, and then he runs. You're like, oh shit, he can really do that. He's so, Kyler Murray. It's crazy, man. Um, and then we also got the Colts and the Texans. The Colts don't know who they're starting Titans. at quarterback, so like 
this has got to be on there. And the Titans also don't want to win games. Like, they're going to ultimate overtimes, and they're they're getting smashed by the Cardinals. Yeah, they they don't want to win. comeback, though, man. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think I, I'm going to take Titans in this pretty comfortably, but yeah, we'll see. But I, I think it could be a real sloppy game because the Titans don't look like they really want to win, and the Colts don't even know who their quarterback is. So that's it's a game of the week yeah. contender. Definitely start all your Colts players, really, is what I'm, I'm telling you. Start your Colts, and we'll see what happens to them. And we'll tune back in here for uh, for week three of, of regular season week one, Michael. Regular season week one, we we you know got through it. We, we got through the preseason. Hit our groove by then. No injuries in the preseason. We're ready to go. Maybe I can. Maybe we can pull a, a podcast not remotely, but you know that's really dependent on me not being a. A slave to crate and barrel, but we'll see if it happens. That'd be a, that'd be but, a big uh, time opener. Yeah, I need to I need to find a way to make it work. But uh, Michael, you're going to tweet this episode. Thank you all, everyone, for tuning in and uh, read Michael's three consecutive tweets about all kinds of good things that he's sending you out with now. <laughs> and we will see you again next week. Yep, see you next week. <laughs>